This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley and the Paladin Financial Team. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here's Paladin Financial Talk. Welcome to Financial Paladin Talk. I am your host today, Ellie Robison, and I have our beautiful co-host with us today, Tony Shore. Awesome. Hi, Tony. Hey, Ellie. How Good are to you? see you. Good well, seeing you. I am fantabulous. Good. Swellegant. Good. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful week. Like the weather's great. Oh, it's been so good. I'm craving like fall time. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the time of year. It's great. I, I love it. It's this. sunny. It's nice I outside. I love this. Right. It's great. I mean, it's, you know, uh, this time of year, the state fair, the great Minnesota yep. get together. Did you go? I heard the whole Paladin yes, team we did. Took, a, took a team building outing. It was the so much fun. It was, yes. And like, I probably had more drinks than food. It was a hot summer day. It was last yes. Friday. You stayed hydrated. Exactly. Lots of lemonade we and did water. Multiple and... laps around the whole yeah. area. It good. was so much fun, though. Good, yeah. good. Yeah. And uh, did uh, Jeff Quick behave himself? I mean, that's the first person. He I'm couldn't concerned. make it. He already uh, had plans. No for wonder the it was so much fun. <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm kidding. He can handle it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I like Jeff as far as he knows. Yeah. So do but we. Jeff Foley was there. I know that. I saw pictures. Oh, gosh. It yeah. looked like he had, was having. Fun. Oh yeah, he yeah. had multiple corn on the cobs. We went around shopping. That was my that was my thing that I wanted to do. I was like, we have to go to the grandstand. Oh I yeah, want to go check out the little vendors. You have to walk through and check out the vendors <laughs> in the grandstand. You're like, okay, we got to do it. Ellie, it's wants. a must. <laughs> yeah. It's a must. And I even saw Matt Bryan made it right. Yeah, he did. Wow, he's a great addition. He yeah. just makes it feel very natural being a part of the crew, even though he's been with us. He's for very a easy month and laid back. Yeah. He's a yeah. great guy. We've yes. had him on the show a couple of times. Okay. Already. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Now, you are bringing a great topic to the show. This I is going to be a very special episode I'm very excited. of Paladin <laughs> Financial Talk because Ellie has brought uh, a topic that I don't think we've really covered this on the show before. Um, tell us what the topic is about today. Well, we're going to talk about fire. Fire. I love it. Tony, have you heard about the fire movement at all? I have to be honest, I actually have. Okay. Um, I had not until I started working with people in the financial advisory world, and then somebody brought an article to my attention about fire. And uh, so I do know about the fire movement. Okay. Yes. And so it stands for Financial Independence Retire Early. Um, Who knows when it started, maybe a couple decades ago, but they have a couple rules of thumbs, which just teaches people on how to do things themselves, essentially. And so one of the rules that they follow, it's like the rule of 25, which basically it makes you multiply your expenses by the number 25 to get to your fire number or that number that you need in order to fully retire. For example, okay, so let's say that your monthly expenses are $6,000 going out the door every single month. That means $72,000 per year is your annual expenses. Multiply that number by 25. Your fire number would be $1.8 million. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so we're talking about, just to back up just for a second before you jump yeah. further in, yeah. 
the FIRE movement. Uh, the name should explain it, but uh, it's all about retiring early. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And, and so we're talking mm-hmm. about uh, people who plan on retiring very early mm-hmm. by doing this. And finding that golden number that you need in order to pull the plug on retiring early. Sure. Wow. Yes. Well, that number, 1.8 million, uh, I mean, that's real people to some people. I mean, that's real money, I mean, I should the, say. Yes. That's real real money even to, say, a Jeff Foley. <laughs> that's real money. It is a lot of money. And it sounds very overwhelming, but we'll dive into it here in a second. Um, I wanted to touch base on like the other rule of thumb that the yes. fire community likes to follow that's the four percent rule and so that kicks in after you actually pull the trigger on retiring and that rule says that you can safely withdraw four percent of your total investable assets every single year and then you adjust for inflation to last you essentially through okay. the rest of your life but this formula either both of those formulas are not perfect and like we don't use that as an advisor um just because it doesn't account for certain things like taxes you don't know what your taxes are going to be 40 years from now you don't know if you're going to have any lifestyle adjustments that might drastically change your life um or you don't know how long you're going to live for either so it's and you perfect. don't know if that 4% is going to work in a year like 2022 when the market exactly. is down 20%. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So again, it's not perfect, but it does give you a a, a goal to work a towards. A goal and yes. a guideline. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sure. It's a rule of thumb, right? <laughs> it is a rule of thumb. Well, and it's, yeah. But how how do you even begin to start saving $1.8 million? I know. Ellie? It's a Come lot. On. Okay. Come on. So a couple things. Good news is if you are young time is on your side like that is your key factor here and essentially it does start with your income so this could work for you but not for me is what you're saying i I, I didn't want to flat out say it tony little tear (laughs) just slowly runs down my cheek okay hold on let's dive into it so (laughs) it does start with your income when you're younger and in today's day and age you have to make sure that you're getting paid appropriately and that has to be a priority if you want to reach your fire goals um you'll want a high income and frugal spending habits essentially and it's easier said than done but making sure that you're first of all fairly compensated is a must and then also making sure that you're budgeting appropriately so you're not just recklessly spending your money without really knowing where it's going um so being mindful of the keeping up with the joneses mentality that is a socioeconomic flaw and so at the end of the day you need to do what's in your best interest i highly suggest checking out the book the millionaire next door by thomas stanley that is an old read but it it explains how many millionaires out there you would never guess that they're actually right they're the ones who are driving the beat-up trucks they're living in modest homes they're driving the toyotas that they've had for 15 years and at the end of the day like you have to do what's in your best interest if you want to reach your goals didn't I see a picture of you recently or something posted uh, with that book in the yes, picture? Yes. We the do, Millionaire Next Door? Yeah. So Nikki is in charge of our Instagram um, it, profile. And so she gives us tasks every Saturday. We want to do a hashtag small business Saturday. Sure. And I do live in South Minneapolis. There's a lot of local little shops that I yep. absolutely love. There is a like new and used bookstore just a couple blocks down from me. Sure. And I love just like getting a coffee on the corner. It's on 50th and Penn and heading over to the paper nice. source. Yeah. Paperback store. And yeah. So I did find the millionaire 
next door and we posted it on the instagram so that's where you I saw, saw it. the books yeah i yeah. saw the book so it's funny you should mention that yeah. in the show uh, it's top of mind to you and it is a good book i it read is. it a long time ago i yeah. mean that one's been out a while but oh, it's yeah. still a classic it is yeah it is yeah, a lot of good tips in there mm-hmm. so uh what do we do next uh, i mean um uh we want to make sure we feel fairly compensated what do you mean by that Good question. So people are job hopping even more than ever right now. And that is going to be your quickest way to find a salary that matches your worth and your skill set. The supply and demand to fill positions, it's not slowing down whatsoever. So every job hop that you make, you can negotiate major increases that oftentimes that your current employer just isn't willing or they just can't give you. Um, I've heard firsthand stories of friends or clients getting anywhere between 10,000 to 50,000 increases just by making a job change. Um, Of course, it depends on the industry that you're working in, but it it does apply to most of corporate America. Sure. So job hopping was once upon a time frowned upon. That's not the case anymore. In 2022, so just last year, according to data from the Employee Benefit Research Institute, which it is an independent nonprofit, they said about 33% of workers over the age of 20 spent two years or less at their jobs. Wow. So there is a lot of, I don't want to say turnover, but just job hopping because you have to do what's in your best interest. Again, like you have to do what's right for you. Yeah. And so since your income, it's your also your most valuable asset, essentially, for the first couple of decades as you enter a career. We want to set up our clients with disability insurance as well and with big goals like you just need that extra protection against the downturns in life that sure. might happen. And a lot of employers, they do have long term disabilities usually as a benefit, but most of those only pay out about 60 percent of your salary. And so most people can't really support a family with that kind of income if it's slashed to that capacity. So making sure that you, you know, you're getting paid well, but also you have coverage on if anything bad were to happen, essentially. Well, yeah, that's and that's huge. Obviously, I think that um, you're giving up benefits by retiring early, yeah. uh, especially health benefits. Um, you know, obviously uh, a sacrifice that you might have to make if you do try this fire plan and retire early is moving, right? Yeah, I mean, if you're job hopping, it depends on what city you're in, and maybe it might not work so much in small towns to job hop and get major increases. But if you find a better job in a different city, you might have to be moving every few years. It it is it just depends. Okay, but. what's another factor that we should look at with the fire movement yep. or retiring early? So, like I said, it's kind of it starts when you're young, but you have the advantage of accumulating compound interest over time. Yes, have you heard? Uh, about compound interest. The eighth wonder of the world, compounding interest, right? Yes, exactly. You make money on the money you make and you make interest on your interest on your interest and it gets compounds, right? Yes. And so I do want to break it down because when I was first um, getting into the financially fit community, and this was years ago when Mm -hmm. I feel like I was just a kid, but I didn't really understand what that term meant. And I had to do a lot of research to understand the concept of it. So I want to break it down for any younger clients who are new to this concept. So let's say that you have $100,000 and I put it in my high yield savings account January 1st, earlier this year. Um, Rates right now, they're paying over 4%. And in technicality terms like that, that will be a variable interest rate. But hypothetically, let's say it's fixed. It's going to be 4%. It's not going to change. 
So 4% of 100,000 is 4,000, right? Yeah. By December 31st, at the end of this year, I would have 104,000 in my high yield savings account. Let's say I don't touch it for another year. 4% off of 104,000, that's going to be 4,150 bucks. So a little bit more. Yep. And by the end of next year, I should have $108,100 in there. And so it's kind of a rinse and repeat concept where you're just compounding that interest on top of the principal that you're accumulating. Yeah. And especially if during when you are working, you're adding more to it along with the compounding interest. Mm -hmm. So uh, it can really grow, but you need time. You know, I mean, exactly. the markets can work for you and investments can work for you if your time horizon is far enough. Um, by retiring early, you're, you're in one way extending the time you'll need to spend in retirement, though, and you're shortening that time horizon for yeah. your earning years. So yeah. uh, that is something to think about. And, you know, I, I think this is great. So uh, obviously it makes a difference uh, on where you're putting your money, right? Yeah, of course. And so, I mean, my hypothetical example, it was just a high yield savings account. If you right. throw that money into the stock market, I mean, you're going to weather some volatility, but you're going to get higher returns over time, especially if you put money in there during, you know, the down years and whatnot. Yeah. And so... One thing that I wanted to address is humans are pre-programmed to be bad at investing, essentially. Yes. Like, it's a psychological game because when the market's doing well and returns are at all-time highs, everyone's happy. They want to be investing more, and there's no complaints in our office or any advisory office, of course. But... On the flip side, when there's a down year like there was last year, um, people are more hesitant to invest more money yep. and, you know, it's just it's a psychological game. And so, yeah, so um, people end up uh, they're more willing to buy high when the markets are up. Yep. Uh, and sell when the markets are down and low rather than the opposite. When the markets are having a bad year, that's when you put money that's exactly in. exactly when. Right? However, I mean, there is a way of taking your brain out of it or your feelings out of it. So if you dollar cost average per se, that's going to be your best friend really over time. It's just you automate those monthly contributions no matter if the market is high or the market is low. It averages out over time and it just takes that brain function out of your everyday life. Like, well, uh, one way to take that uh, emotional aspect yes, out yes. of it is to work with a financial professional, yes. services professional, like <laughs> yourselves, right? I mean, like Paladin Financial, that way uh, they're there uh, because they can help you see these things and say, okay, now's time to dollar cost average, now's the yes. time to do this. And it takes your emotions out of it because Absolutely. you're a little too close to the situation. Absolutely. And so in the FIRE community, essentially, like you have to save like you're a pessimist and invest like you're an optimist. <laughs> uh, that's not going to be a cookie cutter recommendation that I give to every client. It depends on your lifestyle and what you want to achieve and what you prioritize. But um, in terms of trying to retire early, you're tucking away every dollar into investments. Sure. So uh, let's talk about where you are putting your money. Uh, go yes. into go into that. What are our options? That's then? that's also a good um, question because there's three main 
tax type of investment accounts that you can have. Your pre-tax accounts, that's that's the account that most people are most familiar with. These are going to be your 401ks, your 403bs, traditional IRAs, simple IRAs, SEP IRAs, solo 401ks. There's a long list of them. Um, But these type of accounts cannot be tapped into before 59 and a half without a penalty. Right. So, I mean, there are some exceptions where you can tap into it at age 55, but that's why you need to come talk to us as your financial advisor. Sure. Um, It's not promised. So that's one bucket. Second bucket is your tax-free bucket. Um, You cannot access the growth of your Roth IRA money before 59 and a half either. But we love these type of accounts. They, they do offer a little bit more flexibility than your pre-tax bucket. Um, and it can help diversify your future tax planning and it helps enhance your estate planning. But essentially, we want to use that money for the longest term, your right. longest time horizon out there. So your last bucket, that's going to be your non-qualified bucket. This is your brokerage account. And so this is fully liquid. You can access these account or these investments whenever you want. And it is taxed differently than your other buckets. At the most you can pay is ordinary income tax rates, but the least you could pay is 0%. So yeah. wide range there, but that's another reason why um, we want to have this incorporated into your plan is... It's not only necessary to help bridge that gap between retiring at age 50 per se and, you know, using this money between then and 59 and a half where you can access your other retirement accounts. Um, But it's also something that I want to encourage for my younger clients as well, because it just helped diversify your tax and your investable assets and your liquidity as well. Yeah. So if somebody's thinking about retiring at, say, age 50 or 52 uh, and they have all their money in a 401k or an IRA or a Roth, uh, that's a problem because they can't access that money until 59 and a half. But what you're saying is utilize, uh, then you have to, if you're going to do the FIRE movement, you have to have money invested in other ways to to fill that gap between when you retire and when you turn 59 and a half. But you shouldn't not put any money in those retirement accounts because eventually you are going to turn 59 and a half and then that'll kick in. Correct. And be more advantageous. Correct. Right? Yep. Bridging that gap between early retirement and essentially filing for Social Security is what you um, need to hold over on that. But one unexpected expense that a lot of people don't essentially think of is health insurance. You kind of mentioned it at the beginning of this. That's a big private health insurance will almost suck you dry just about. And so that's also hard to predict what it's going to look like a few decades out from now. But it is something that we address with some of our clients that are retiring early is how do we bridge that gap between early retirement and age 65 when Medicare kicks in. Yeah. And there's a big difference between the fire movement where people are retiring as early as age 50. And a lot of people think retiring early might be 60 or 62. (laughs) Uh, But I know people who absolutely can't or won't retire until 65 because of health care, because 65 is when Medicare kicks in. Mm -hmm. And if you quit work before 65, you have to cover those years with private health insurance. Correct. And that can be tricky. But I know that's something that you help your clients plan for. You can sit down with them. And if they really want to retire at age 52 or 62, then you have to have that as part of the plan, right? Healthcare. Yeah, it is. It's part of the plan. Yeah. Because people don't realize how much their employers are covering of that healthcare expense. You're essentially doubling whatever you're paying in health insurance right now. You're doubling it if you're paying it 
for yeah. yourself. Yeah. A lot of people don't expect that. <laughs> no, no. I, I I think that's that's one thing that people who get excited about the fire movement uh, don't aren't thinking about, and they have to make sure they check that box. Uh, I would not consider even look at looking at retiring early or the fire movement unless you're working with uh, a firm like Paladin Financial, Absolutely. working with an independent financial uh, trusted advisor who can really help you plan for these things and knows about the hurdles and the pitfalls that you will need to overcome. And then if you plan for them, I know you guys have helped clients retire early many times. And so uh, if you want to do that, you do have to start early Plan mm-hmm. early and often, right? So uh, that's I mean, huge. Not unless you win the lottery, Tony. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, there are exceptions, but but yeah. And I mean, think about it with today's inflation rates and the rising yeah. interest rates, college debt, the housing market, the way it is, it's really expensive. It does seem impossible for a lot of people yeah. to get ahead these days. Um, do you have clients that are able to retire early? I know you have yeah. in the past. I do have a handful of clients in their 30s that are well on their way to wow. retire early. Absolutely. So it is achievable. Um, we have to discuss what their priorities are and what they value in life. And so what we'll do at Paladin is we map out their goals of how much they should be investing into each type of bucket. Um, we want to make sure that they're set with insurance. Um, they set their own timeline on when they want to have their debt paid off because it'll also is a factor if the house is paid off or not by the time that they want to retire and the rest is a grind essentially yeah so yeah that's that's a good point ellie and you know i think that uh, a lot of people uh, if they're thinking about retiring earlier the fire movement you also have to take into consideration your spouse if you have a spouse mm-hmm. or a partner you really need to look at that and make sure that it's going to work out for both of you mm-hmm. and for your family mm-hmm. It is a little bit easier to expedite um, the fire movement if you don't have kids. I have noticed that. Sure. Um, and it's not intentional. It's just kids are a huge cost. Those, like, the, those, those kids and spouses, oh, they hold us back. No, don't we don't want to oh, say anything bad about I, it. I'm it's a factor. I'm teasing. So. Well, uh, this has been a great topic, and it, I'm sure it's piqued some of our listeners' interest. It's fun to also dream about okay, if I could retire early, let's say I do this. Yeah. Let's say I work with Paladin and get on a plan and really uh, sacrifice now so I can re- retire early yeah. in, in a few years or, or you know, by 50, 52, even 55. A lot of people are working until 65, 70. So if retiring early could be anywhere before 65, in my opinion. But a lot of the fire movement is about really – like by age 50, a lot of people yeah. are, are wanting to retire, but you can dream about, okay, what then, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, I think you have to look at the why of it and is it right for somebody like you? Everybody's situation is different, but this is a great topic. Uh, if our listeners have questions or want to get a plan in place, Ellie, how do they do that? I mean, please give us a call. You can call us at 651-842-8406. Um, but please, if you have any random questions or feedback, back on this topic, shoot us an email. You can shoot us an email at info at financialpaladin.com. And we're excited to hear from you. All right. Well, thank you so much, Ellie. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with today's host, Ellie Robinson. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. 
Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.